0: This is the player I'm going to get mad at you guys about, just so, you know, steal yourself. Failure.
1: You take it very personally.
0: You shame me, guys. You shame me. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Tell me why I'm wrong.
0: So I'm just going with my heart over my head, because my head is stupid anyway. This is sight for sore eyes.
1: Oh, that's just dumb, though.
0: I've never been proven more wrong in my life so quickly and so dramatically. Recording! June 27th, 2022. You are listening to this on June 29th, Wednesday. And for you, the bank is open. Snap Wilson, Robococo, MJ Tolliver, maybe Siri. Hey Siri, what is the meaning of life? Alexa, play Despacito. Hey Google, am I pretty? And now that we've set up everybody's mobile devices, <laughs> Welcome to the sixth podcast of the year. All-star super spectacular slamboury or something. Guys, how you doing? MJ, what's up?
2: <laughs> I'm just laughing at you. <laughs> behind this mute button. I'm okay. I had a, a rough week and I'm kind of tired right now, actually. But I'm good. I'm here. So yeah. Excellent. Becky? I'm
1: okay. Your intro reminded me of a episode of Reply All, a different podcast, not a competitor.
0: <laughs> I, l- I, love, I love Reply All.
1: <laughs> and there was a, a guy who had named all of his music as like, hey, Google, play Call Me Music. Hey, Alexa, play. <laughs> <laughs> and they figured out that this is how he became someone's top artist on Spotify. And they're like, who is this? And it's just he programmed all of his music to go. be titled that.
0: Wow. Yeah, so if if we accidentally did set off all of your mobile devices, to, well, you could tell us if Google thinks you're pretty or not.
1: I'll name this one. Hey Google. Hey Google. Play me a WNBA podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's first talk talk about the biggest news of the week, which was Tina Charles deciding to say vaya con dios to the Phoenix Mercury and presumably signing with the Seattle Storm. It hasn't happened yet. I don't think she's officially cleared waivers yet. haven't checked across the timeline to find out it was reported i should say that this was in the works for a while i believe that it was definitely in the works for a while because it was presumably timed to happen exactly after the midpoint of the season when nobody had cap space left to potentially pick her up so i think i do believe that that was by design and she she did that so she would have the ability to choose her own team, which is going to presumably be Seattle. But the reasoning, the reported reasoning, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me in that it was reported that she was unhappy with the amount of touches that she was receiving. She wanted more playing time. She wanted more touches. Among players who play 20 minutes or more in the league, she was fifth in usage. So that seems like a really, really odd complaint. And if it's true, that I... I just I don't get it. I really don't understand it. I suspect that it was more than that. I suspect she didn't want to be a highly used player on a really bad team. And apparently she's not going to have the same usage on Seattle for sure. So but what were your guys thoughts on this? MJ, we'll start with you. What did you think about this when you heard the news?
2: I heard so, so many different stories around it. Like, did she fall out with some teammates or somebody was saying maybe the coach wasn't listening to her or you know, I didn't heard so many different things, but at least she is in Seattle now. And I don't know, maybe Seattle get, figures it all out and can not have an identity crisis by having her there. But I don't know. It was, it was all confusing when the news came out and I'm just like, hmm? what, huh? And you know, usually I'm like working when all of this stuff is happening. I seen it across my phone and I'm like, okay, so did she just get cut? no but definitely not that yeah and it was like a, what they call it a contract divorce <laughs> <laughs> yeah that,
0: that's, I'm the, like, that's what <laughs> that is the official terminology but it's not nowhere in the cba which i always i, I find kind yeah. of interesting feels like they should come up with a different kind of terminology for that becky what were your thoughts on it
1: i was surprised but it made complete sense i mm-hmm seems dubious that her concern was usage but she probably didn't want to put out a press release that said i don't think <laughs> i can get a ring with the phoenix mercury and also this team is a shit show and so that was just something to say the mercury's had has had some very bad vibes all year a lot yeah. of which is uncontrollable for them but it's also like she was a i feel like some people are talking about like lack of loyalty but like she just came in a couple months ago and the players are already screaming at each other. And as she leaves, Sophie Cunningham's yelling, fuck Tina Charles. Like, it hmm. eh, seems like a bad situation. And I'm glad she's in yeah. Seattle. There's a couple other players in Phoenix that I like, would love to see on a different
0: team. I, um, <laughs> I believe you tweet, tweeted too, <laughs> to that effect.
1: <laughs> yeah. Free diamond, but it certainly makes the store more interesting. And that was my main complaint is that they were boring. So I'm excited to see how the fit works over there.
0: I could see it both ways. I could, I could see her wanting to get out. I'm pro labor as I think everybody knows. And so any, anybody exercising their ability to get out of a situation they don't want to be in, I can't be mad at that. I can also understand the F Tina Charles, if them feeling that way, because it's not something you normally do. And if everybody did it, then, you know, we would have people just constantly leaving teams that they were unhappy in. All the time, all the time. I'm not sure that that makes, that would make any sport and any more interesting or fun to watch necessarily. So I can see both ends of it. I, I am inclined to also say, like, if it happened to be, she really was mad about her usage or she was mad about the team not being great. She was in a position to, to change one of those things because she did not defend to save her life. She was, I'm sure, I, I would I would definitely say she was the worst defensive center in the WNBA this season. Just a, a complete lack of it wasn't it wasn't a lack of ability, it was a lack of effort. She just wasn't trying most of the time and just let people get into the get into the paint and get buckets pretty much at well. It doesn't surprise me that the team played a lot better with both her and Diana Taurasi off the floor in the last game. I think it was Steven Trinkwald who said that the best lineup we would love to see going forward would be would be like Skyler, Diamond, Petty, Brianna Turner, and I forgot who the other player was. I'm blanking. But not D, not Tina Charles, who have been killing them all year on the defensive end. In terms of fit with the Storm, I am... I'm ble- really less optimistic than than other people I've seen on the internet about it. Just as a matter of fact, is if if it really was an issue with touches with her, and if she really wants to be high usage, then I think she's going to hurt the team. If she's willing to fit in, take her offensive rebounds and get putbacks, spot up, that kind of thing, no problem. But the best lineup in the league right now is their start, their current starting lineup with Sue and Brianna and Jewel and Gabby and Ezzy. and if you're going to cut into that. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't really feel good about it. I especially don't feel good about her defense on that team. There is a possibility she can boost some of the bench players who are really feel like there is potential, a lot of potential for them to play a lot better than they have. So maybe that will help out just having somebody in there to draw attention and get them more opportunities. We'll see. It is interesting. You're right. It does make things a lot more interesting, but I don't think it's going to be a good change for Seattle, but I've been wrong before. So. Moving on to week sauce portion of our podcast. WNBA All-Stars, the starters, were named this past, I think this past week. I believe so. We have Sue bird her 13th selection, Sylvia Fowles, her eighth, Sabrina, her first, John Quell Jones, her fourth, Neka Agumike, her seventh, Candace Parker, her seventh, Kelsey Plum, her first. Brianna Stewart, her fourth, Asia Wilson, her fourth, and Jackie Young, her first. What do we think about the starters? Becky, who would you, do you do you agree with all of these? Were there some that you you feel that should not have been in there? I know you probably feel strongly that Salute should have been starting, right?
1: I do feel strongly that Salute should have been starting. I think the co-captain's idea with Sue Bird and Sylvia Fowles is kind of an interesting one. I don't love that they took up two of the starting mm-hmm. spots. I didn't select either of those two to be starters, though I selected SIL to mm-hmm. be an all-star, but I get wanted to honor these two legends of the game and the all-star game, like the all-star games for the fans. Let's find a way to honor them. I just don't love that it, it meant taking away a spot from players who might deserve to have a starting spot and taking away Kind of what might feel special about being a captain. Those were that was like the big thing that I disagreed with, Uh, and then I had a couple differences on the on the guards, but otherwise, starters make sense.
0: How about you, MJ? What do you what did you think about that starting uh, the the starting select selected starters?
2: I was just mad that they didn't like my list didn't match. (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> i kind of looked at it like a little like fantasy type of thing like i wonder if it, if i would have bet on that would it have had would i have one oh but, where, 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 mean, where were you off what was what was your biggest miss when they say the starters they talking about
0: yeah four, they, they, they were four. selected by a combination uh percentage wise 50 percent from mm. the rank of of the of fan voting so it didn't matter how many votes you got necessarily, as long as you were ranked first, second, third, whatever. Then, then that was what they went off of. So it's fifty percent of fan ranking, twenty-five percent of media ranking, and twenty-five percent of player ranking. A lot of interesting ranks, as as were revealed. The only only the top ten among the front court and the back court each were revealed. I would really have liked to have seen the rest of it because there were some fascinating things going on in there. Were you able to bring it up? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, I I have Kelsey Mitchell <laughs> on my list. Oh, okay, all right. And who else that you? I don't. Did you say Ryan Howard was in it? Ryan Howard is not ha- was not selected as a Okay, starter. and I and, and I got her too.
0: Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah,
2: everybody uh, else everybody else made it. Well, I don't know. Deladon's not a starter though. Either. Deladon is not a starter. Okay, so those are my three that I have. That's different because you oh, okay. said you said Foul Stewart, mm-hmm. Neca, Jackie, Kelsey, got Aja and John Quill. I got mm-hmm. them. Okay.
0: So you were but, just like hoping It's too bad there wasn't gambling on this
2: <laughs> yeah yeah it made it fun for me
0: <laughs> all right it's not bad um the, the most interesting the, the two most interesting results for me was candace parker finishing 13th among the players uh among front court players yeah i, I can't say that's necessarily a surprise there's been a couple of polls player polls in the past that Candace has not reflected very well in. So I suspect around the league, not everybody is a big fan of her. And then the other one was Skylar Diggins Smith finishing 17th among backcourt players among the player voting, which yeah,
2: she had a problem with that too. <laughs> she did.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if there's a if they're allowing me to bet on on Skylar winning the All-Star Game MVP, then I, I may throw some money at that just because I have a feeling she's going to arrive with a slightly bigger chip on her shoulder than the chip she normally has on her cho- shoulder.
1: I would love to see that. Candace yeah. certainly <laughs> certainly showed out the next game after being voted yeah. 13th among the players. So. Just,
0: getting, just getting snubbed. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. going to go on the, the, every game now is going to be the Candace and Skylar revenge game. <laughs> the player, The player voting. The player voting is just something I would love to see all the time. Just, to have it do it every month
1: <laughs> i would absolutely love that gossip just a continual <laughs> player ranking of each other and see what happens
0: <laughs> oh my gosh so yeah that was that was very interesting really the players absolutely cut they they cost skylar the the starting spot she was only like a, a rank and a half i think behind super so, and so that was, that was all player voting. <laughs> even, even having her like finish like I think 10th or something like that, which is was still ridiculous. She would have, she would have been the starter. So they, they cost her that spot. So yeah, let's get into it. Everybody went through and picked their, their 22. I, I confess, I don't really care much about the starters. Obviously, Superda is, is a player, spoiler alert. I don't think she should have been selected, period. I think if they wanted to put her in the game, then you can up it to, you know, It should be 12 players per team anyway, because every other basketball roster is 12 players per team. I don't know why we're still doing 11 for the all-star game for the WNBA, but you could have added an extra player and just said, Hey, Sue Bird, you know, for your last season, come and be a, you know, uh, a guest player or whatever. They did the same thing with Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade in the NBA all-star game in their final seasons. I think just naming Sue and Sylvia as honorary players ahead of time, so you don't have to, you know be mad about about them being selected or something. I think Sylvia deserved to be selected anyway. But that would have been cool. Just do that. find a way to honor them. I don't even know what co-captain does, Captain co-captain. I guess they're gonna pick the teams together with Asia and Brianna. But sure. it would have been great for Candace to be a captain if it was since it was in Chicago, but you know, if she's finishing thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> among among the players, maybe they just don't want her to be captain. <laughs> right.
1: Sky Show Chai did everything he could.
2: He I'm sure he did. You have
1: to shout it out. He was out there on Twitter every day, adding people, rallying the troops. <laughs> shout out to Sky Show. He Chai. didn't.
0: He he didn't vote for for Tina Krashnitschik and and uh, Anneli <laughs> He didn't. He didn't at them. He didn't do, give them WNBA All Star Twitter because they only received. <laughs> One vote each.
1: Well, it was messed up. Lee Yuru just was not on the. Ballot. Yeah, she
0: wasn't available. Period. Yeah.
1: Like that. Like I don't know. That's a big oversight. She
0: came late. I don't know. I don't know what to tell uh, you.
1: <laughs> like there are people who had only played like two minutes of one game and they could get votes, and Lee Yuru.
0: Katie like, Benson just playing. Katie Benson got there. two votes.
1: <laughs> I would have thrown a vote for Lee.
0: Yeah, I would have. Well, next time, now that I know vote. that they track it down to like the individual vote. I'm giving everybody all-star votes. Next year I'm gonna be handing them out like Oprah. Just everybody. If you play <laughs> play one second in any game, you're getting at least one all-star vote. And you get you a can, vote.
2: You get a vote. You can yeah. thank me.
0: <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> so all right, let's let's get into this. Oh, who did you, okay? We'll start with you, Becky, just because you actually definitely picked out starters. So who did you have in place of Sue and Sylvia?
1: Okay, so my starting guards. I'll throw a little gripe in here just to start with the guard front court distinction doesn't make a lot of sense one because we're just picking the best players, but it also has this weird thing where they just there's so many like small forwards yep. that are just in the guards, yep. and I found that tricky because like you know Jackie Young and and Kalia right. Copper are both guards even though they play almost well, exclusively at the three. Kalia
0: was listed in the front court on the ballot, I believe.
1: Oh, was she? I yeah. thought she was listed as a guard. No,
0: she was listed in the front court, which I, I found okay. Weird. Yeah.
1: I mean, she does play, she plays the three, like almost exclusively sure. for this guy. So I don't And I
0: don't she's know. more of the, despite her frame, which looks very perimeter frame, she's more of the rebounding type than she is necessarily the perimeter type, which is yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. But.
1: So my starting guards, I had Kelsey Plum and Jackie Young. Mm-hmm. And then instead of Sabrina and Sue, I had Courtney Vander Sloot and Skylar Diggins smith Can't argue with that. Obviously, you saw her yesterday, Courtney VanderSloot, the best point guard in the league. Like, she's just out here. She's playing less minutes and still putting up insane numbers. She's clutch. She just deserves to be in there. I think Sabrina had a good case to be a starter, but I frankly couldn't get that Sky New York Liberty game out of my head where they looked like like a high school basketball team out there. Like, I just couldn't. She's been playing really well lately, but I couldn't get those early games out of my head. Um, Tyler
0: has definitely been playing well enough to be a
1: starter. Yeah. Oh, that's the same. That was about Sabrina Skylar. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's, she's done great this year, despite being on just an absolutely awful team. And then for my bigs, I switched out Sill, who I put as a reserve with Alyssa Thomas. Okay. Considered putting Brianna Jones ahead of her, but Brianna Jones is doing what she does against yeah, the bench mostly, squads. So yeah, mostly
0: bench squads. Sure.
1: So, but otherwise, I thought the the starting bigs were were basically on point. Okay.
0: All right so huh, how, how should we approach this I guess let me go down a list here real quick and we'll kind of like uh, deal with everybody that we all agree with and so did you just,
1: guys not pick out starters is what I'm hearing
0: I just I don't care
2: okay not, <laughs> not. <laughs>
0: I was fine with Sabrina but I see your point and especially if you want to go with you know like take you know not just rely on the first 14 18 whatever however many games this season that a person has that a player has been good and look more historically than Skyler and and Sloot, especially since it's in Chicago sure that that makes perfect sense to me the over over Sabrina and especially over Sue Bird i think Sabrina this year has played definitely played well enough to be a starter but it's it's just it i don't care <laughs> it's, if she comes off the bench it's not going to bother me so yeah i think we all agree on let me see Brianna Asia Neca Jackie Sylvia, Skyler, Kelsey, Plum, Sabrina as somebody who should make an all, be an all star. All all good. Anybody have any gripes with any of those names?
2: Nope.
0: Let's move on. Jonquil. Everybody, everybody okay with Jonquil? Yep.
2: All ah. right. <laughs> she, she everybody's makes the everybody's,
0: list. everybody's okay with Candace, I'm assuming. Everybody's yep. okay with Slute. I'm assuming yep. are there any other locks out of those names that you think don't bear, 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 we can just skip past and not really necessarily discuss. Okay. So that is <laughs> 11. All right. MJ, let's start with you. Give us, give us the rest of your all-star roster. I'll make notes here.
2: What's, what's the pool of players that's left? Well, there's a lot of players that are left <laughs>
1: there are 119 left or oh no, you mean you it. mean just yeah
0: yeah what are you talking about everybody's everybody's <laughs> available there's nobody off limits <laughs> who did you have in your 22 total
1: why don't you how about we do this why don't mj you throw out like two or three more names so we're kind of next okay. up and then we'll see if we if we all have them and we can kind of work through and see if we can get a, a list
2: didn't hear Enrique
0: okay so you have you think Enrique should be a lock Yes. Okay. Um, I don't have her as a lock, but we'll get into that.
2: Yeah, because she's just like she's really good this year.
0: Hey, it's, the the the, the cases is, is easy enough to make. She's third in the league in scoring. And if you if you want to say, you know, say say your argument is, you can approach this from a, in a number of different ways. You could be like, I want to select the people who are the most entertaining, and I would like to see in an all star game. That's perfectly valid, and she's yeah. one of those players.
2: Yeah, definitely. I didn't hear. um jewel lloyd okay who else i would be biased and say chelsea gray okay i'm not sure if the numbers really reflect that she deserves to be in the all-star game all right i
0: i don't have any of them in particular as locks but i do have them as as all very probable i think i would be fine with any of the three making it yeah Uh, I, i would understand any of the three missing it it seems weird to say that about Jewel Lloyd, but she really has kind of struggled offensively, yeah. you know, just compared to her, to her usual level usual of play. Area. Yeah, just, just the efficiency has not been there. Plenty of, plenty of cases to make for and against. And this is why I'm kind of gathering this list of could be in, could be out players. What about you? Of the names you haven't heard yet, Becky, who would you say should be a lock?
1: Oh, should I not comment on those other three?
0: Oh, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. How do you feel about this? I three? had
1: Enrique on the team. Okay. She was one of the last few. And then Chelsea Gray and Jewel Lloyd were both on my just barely last out list.
0: Oh, okay. So um, you didn't have kind of either of, of them reasons on it. the
1: you mentioned. Yeah. A couple we haven't mentioned yet that I think certainly should be on there. Alicia Gray. Okay.
0: I agree with that, by
1: Brianna. the way. Brianna. Yeah. I continued. Consider yeah, her I, as a I said that
2: wrong. I said Chelsea Gray.
1: <laughs> that's oh,
2: what you know, I meant. That wow, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, what okay. I meant. Alicia. I mean
1: Chelsea Gray has a case yeah. too. But yeah, Alicia Gray. No,
2: I, I meant. Think. I meant Alicia. I don't know. I always it's like I get her mixed up. Sometimes I get the Mitchells mixed up, and I get Sloop <laughs> Quigs mixed up a lot. I don't know why I do that, but I just do. <laughs> Okay. But, yeah, there was but a while that.
1: there that Chris Paul, Paul George, and Paul Pierce <laughs> like, I could not, I literally could not figure out who was who. Speaking of repetitive names, Brianna Jones, I think is a lock.
2: I forgot about her. I didn't even think about her.
1: And then another name I'll throw in as a lock is Lena Geladon.
2: Fair.
0: I, I didn't have her only necessarily as a lock, but that's only due to your, she's now like played like barely over half the games think 13 out of 20 total if i'm not mistaken
1: right and the players yeah. certainly didn't think she was a lock
0: <laughs> right apparently not
1: but this is also like i mean maybe she wouldn't play because she's just trying not to injure herself but this is another one where it's like okay yeah she's resting a lot but she's a two-time mvp like yes. back like this is exactly who we want to see at the all-star game you know
0: <laughs> no 100 i i had her in and it wasn't i i think she's just given her level of play you could you could say arguably she's out but at the just because because of the limited amount of games on the other hand it's if you're not worried necessarily about oh look beyond this half of a season and look over the the length of their career yeah Elena Deladon is definitely somebody you're you're not going to like mince you know do take that maybe and maybe out and then decide the other way because if anybody deserves to be an all-star it's somebody like Elena Deladon. I agree with all of all three of them. Alicia Gray, the only reason I left her out is because I, I I just think that a lot of people are probably not, you know, they they don't look at the advanced numbers and realize what she's done. Friend of the pod, Eric Nemchak, wrote a really good article on it. I retweeted it from my own account from Snap Wilson. It is it does lays it out as, as good as as it can. Among perimeter players, she probably has the highest efficiency in the league. She does everything. She is able to find her own shot. She's able to distribute. She's able to defend. She's one of the best wing defenders currently going right now. There's, there's no reason to leave Alicia Gray off. She has been Dallas's best player. She definitely belongs in the game. Since you two seem to agree, we can just throw her up there in, in the lock list and, uh, and leave it be. So, I've got another name. Oh,
2: go ahead. What about Sabrina? Sabrina. We, all,
0: we already all agreed on Sabrina. Oh, okay.
2: We're okay.
0: We're good. <laughs> uh, I do agree on Brianna Jones as well. Brianna Jones is just been, she's basically been doing what she did last year. Maybe an improvement even per per minute improvement overall, and just a, a visible improvement. As you could see, even if she's doing it against bench players, well, then, you know, it's too bad for you if you're playing your bench players against her, because <laughs> she's fantastic. Uh, yeah no no just just the same thing she is one of the best back to the basket centers in the league does all the big big player things the offensive rebounds one of the best defensive rebounders one of the best defensive rebounders really really good defensively i think she's even better defensively this year than she was last year big time scorer very efficient scorer one of the probably arguably the the suns most valuable player up to this point because Jonquel started off not playing so many minutes. I think Jonquel is their best player, but she also has had a few games where she struggled a bit. So you could you could make a case for Brianna being their best player so far this year, even if it's just by increments. I have no problem with her either. So when I went through this, I eventually came down to 25 names that I was I was fine with. In addition to everybody that we have mentioned, I have Emma Mieseman. I think Emma Miesman yes, deserves to make it this year. I have Dereka Hamby. Just going to throw out there that Dereka Hamby is, is 23rd in the league in scoring. She is well above 600 true shooting percentage, and she's 3rd in the league in rebounding, and she's playing for the best team in the league and having and having to sacrifice her own scoring and everything else for for the shooters ahead of her and she's still playing fantastic and still putting up great numbers i think she deserves to go i have kelsey mitchell who is i think is having the season most people think that arike is having she's having the less selfish arike yeah. season is how i would describe it i can understand people not wanting to be here i think there's an argument that cuz she pay, plays on such a poor team but she does exactly what that poor team needs her to do which is to score beyond that her her numbers like per per minute not per minute per possession numbers from Marike, not all that different and just better but, like slightly better slightly more efficient just not as much usage that kind of thing i i have her well ahead of of uh regate at this point. Alyssa Thomas, I actually Alyssa Thomas I, I I don't think does anybody disagree with Alyssa Thomas being an all-star this year? I think she clearly pretty mm-hmm. much deserves to be one. Yeah, she should go. Yeah. Oh,
1: I had her as a starter. Oh, there you go. And- right. You had her as a starter.
0: <laughs> Those are my uh my group of I think they definitely should be in there.
2: Yeah, I like the Kelsey Mitchell. She she's on my list too. Okay.
1: Kelsey is on my list. Hamby was literally the last one out.
2: Oh, the all right.
1: last one. And it ended up being a tiebreaker with her and Kalia Copper. I knew and it. And I decided, it was like, it's Chicago. She's the finals MVP. <laughs> We're in Chicago. Let not play. So Hamby, unfortunately, was the last one out.
0: All right. Well, here are my, if they're in or out, group. Rike, Ezzie Magbagore. Ryan Howard, Jewel Lloyd, Chelsea Gray, Ariel Atkins, and Dwana Bonner. Am I nuts for any of these? No. I do not have Ka in that group, as you can, as you have may notice. I think she's in the next bit down. Part of that is even if you like, if you say she's in a group, belongs in a group with the this particular Group performance-wise, she has she's played fewer games than all of them. The Chicago Finals MVP thing, I kind of get that, I do. But if we're also looking at past performance, past performance, and the reason this is the reason why Ezi was my first cut out of this particular group was if you're if you're not we're not just basing it on the the first half of this season and we're looking a little bit more towards the past, then as he does not belong because she hasn't been anywhere close to an all-star prior to this point and you could easily see her kind of going back to you know being less than she is currently and it looking like a dumb selection at the end of the day I just couldn't get caught there just performance wise I think she's a little step below there's like a little there's a group that's just out for whatever reason Mariah Jefferson Jessica Shepard Natasha Howard Natasha Cloud Kayla McBride Cheyenne Parker Kalia Copper that was my not quite Liz Cambage is another one I had in there who is like partially has all-star stats and partially looks like a train wreck. (laughs) I I felt perfectly fine leaving her out. I just yeah the usage part of it is the scoring the usage. I know that she's taken a little bit of a back seat when everybody when the sky have their full complement and then when Candace missed some games she kind of popped up and exploded a little bit. That's just part of it. The other thing is I'm guessing wait do you have you have all four right? You have four Chicago all-stars right?
1: I do. I just no. say like you, you. They're hosted in Chicago because we just won a championship. Sure. And if you're not gonna have the finals MVP there, then what's the fucking point? <laughs> put her in. Put her in. Like okay. I don't care. All right.
0: This is this is this is a Sorry, but...
2: this is
1: an uncensored wow, you know
0: edition
2: All of right, the sixth uh... podcast of the year, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Back it to... is routinely me that drops the most.
2: I want to hear <laughs> the kitty cats. <laughs>
1: Oh, that, that takes a lot of work to actually edit it. All
0: right, fair, fine. fair enough. Just
2: curse <laughs> away. What's the row?
1: What's the meowing, What's the the meowing, meowing
0: point? point of this meowing system?
1: Meow, <laughs> yeah, damn it! Uh, so I did have a lot of the names you mentioned. I had Ariel Atkins. I didn't have her originally. And then you like literally the intro to our podcast is you saying that you were going to get mad at us about not respecting. Oh, yeah. enough. <laughs> so I was like, okay, okay. We'll put it Aaron- in there. <laughs> I did have, um, as he's squeezing in, I just, I was looking at like, we were trying to divvy up front port. I was trying to follow the, the starters and then following you pick three back court reserves, five front court reserves, and four wild yeah. cards. And I was looking at like, what, who is the, f- fifth best big after those starters. And I think it's just Aziz Emechabugor. I think that's just who's the fifth best or the 11th best big right now. So there she is. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah she's definitely, I think she's definitely played well enough to be considered an all-star this year. I just, uh, looking at the rest of these names, everybody else has, everybody except Ryan has more of a history than her. That's why she was my my first cut. Out. amongst the rest it, it's an interesting there's there's like some issues with efficiency Arike is probably a little better than people think she is efficiency wise but then again she's also had some a lot of train wreck moments <laughs> this season probably <laughs> more than more than anybody would expect Ryan Howard's efficiency has really dropped but on the other hand she is also probably the best all-around player of the lot when you look at everything rebounding and passing and defense she's the only one of the group of the guard, this guard group that provides rim protection. And then you get Ariel Atkins efficiency, kind of in the lower end of this group, Chelsea Gray's efficiency, kind of a little bit on the lower end of this group, but the only point guard. And if you looking, just looking at the list of point guards in the league, she's probably the fourth best this year, past three names we've already mentioned in Sloot, Skyler and, and Sabrina. I, I, I would put her right behind that particular group. Uh, unfortunately they've they've selected sue to that so i don't yeah i don't know if we're if we're going to necessarily need a fifth or not Uh, and then bonner who is just she's played i think a lot better this year than i expected her to in terms of efficiency just kind of getting squeezed out amongst the other bigs that are potentially on the roster when it came down to my final 22 so we had Brianna, Asia, Necca, Jackie, Sylvia, Skyler, Kelsey, Sabrina, Emma, Derica, other Kelsey, <laughs> Alicia, Brianna, Elena, Jonquil, Alyssa, Candice, Courtney. I went with, I did go with Howard. I did go with Jewel Lloyd, just based on history as much as anything else. I did go with Chelsea Gray. I did go with Ariel Atkins. Think that's everybody. yeah, that's twenty two. Last one out was Bonner, who just kind of got squeezed out by all of the other good bigs on this roster and Ezi for a lack of history. And then I kind of feel good about that. Arike missed just because if if we're looking at this overall group, I don't think she necessarily the only person she gets past is Ryan in terms of history. You know, I, I would not be mad if she got in ahead of anyone else in that particular group. but, I felt pretty okay leaving her out just because I think that she's also the worst defender of everybody in here. And she's playing in a way that is just kind of maddening (laughs) and maybe not making an all-star game would, would maybe force her to think about something unless it just made her mad. And then she was like, everybody's against me. I don't know. That was my list. I do understand the coughing and just like, Hey, she's the, she's the reigning, you know, finals MVP. And the game is in Chicago type of deal. I would knock Hambi out for her at this at this point. I would, I would probably look a little bit lower down the list. I would have knocked Ezi out amongst amongst your list if that was the case for that. The other thing is a reason to knock Ezi out is because they they put Sue Bird on the team. Since they put Sue Bird on the team, then I I definitely don't think Seattle deserves four all stars. So somebody has to go.
1: Oh, yeah. My will. list had two Storm All Stars <laughs> and it was just Brianna and Essie. <laughs>
0: no there you go oh is that so you that's right you left out jewel okay yeah all right fair enough yeah i did go
1: through at the end and kind of like check my math in terms of who from which team were where right and so like the aces had only had three players but they're all three starters and the chicago had four players but three of them were reserved so i was like that seems fine particularly when we just crushed y'all the other night so
0: whatever whatever season ain't over yet
2: them fighting words <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so who who made your list mj
2: i didn't make that huge list that you did did but... you do
0: 22 players
2: no oh okay i, I settled on the like the, the ones i voted for mm-hmm. but but who i do have just based on my vote that i put in was it was aja jonquil silvia neka brianna Elena Deladon, um, Jackie Young, Kelsey Mitchell, Kelsey Plum, and Ryan Howard. Okay. So,
0: yeah, I have five aces. I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. I think they all deserve uh, to be in it. The, the weakest case is Chelsea. And Chelsea has just been, if you watch the games, part of the, her efficiency is that she is the, all right, the plays are not bearing any fruit so we need somebody to go get a bucket and that's chelsea's job because she is the best difficult shot shooter on the team so that's her job and that's why it it tends to suffer kelsey has called her the coach on the floor and attributed her success to what chelsea gray has been doing she's been improving really defensively she has the highest steal rate amongst all of the various you know borderline cases that we mentioned she's just she's just been she's been great she's improved in practically everything that I was hoping she would improve she shoots three more often she's getting to the the cup and getting free throws all that good stuff and yeah and she's like the fourth best point guard in the league so I'm perfectly content with it should be her. the
2: aces versus the field anyway <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, we don't have a bench we need a bench so I mean we need an all-star bench
2: <laughs> I mean I just think I don't know I don't yeah. it would be interesting to see that if like you could take the aces best five and put like five other all-stars together and and see if they could beat them <laughs> well we'll get to that
0: in in, in the next segment of, of of interesting oh, yeah, va- what one, we would do for, spoiler for yeah spoilers <laughs> all right don't don't reveal it now i did have three chicago uh, all-stars i left Ka out but i had emma I had candace i like like had
2: Sloan. I like the emma pick
0: yeah, she just one hundred percent deserves it. She's she's been absolutely fantastic this year. I think she's honestly been been Chicago's best defensive best player. player. Yeah, over the over the 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 season, she gets murdered a little bit on defense sometimes. There was that Indiana game where Melissa Smith just gobbled her up, chewed her up, and spat her out. But aside from that, she's yeah, she's been terrific. I think she's like up there in steals as well. She's j- just been really really active with the hands, so she's making defensive plays. In addition to that. So yeah, Emma's awesome and I feel validated in picking her <laughs> the 11th having the 11th best player in the the league this season. I think that's quite kind of close to where she has been playing so, so far. So all stars everybody, those are those are who we feel should make it. I don't think that there's a bad argument in here. so you can tell us what you think about it when you listen to the podcast and I know some of you will. I know
1: some of you will. I you know some listening. of you will.
0: I yeah. I know I, I I got some names in my head of who will have something to say about this. Um, I do
1: have to mention one player. Sure. That I thought long and hard of, and they just barely didn't make it. Brittany Sykes didn't make it. Yeah. Um, shout out to Sabria who was running the campaign, <laughs> and I was very <laughs> close. Like I think Brittany Sykes has had a really good year.
2: She's Always had a good great year for on
1: Brittany defense. Oh, huh. she's had a good year. <laughs> she's had a good year. Her. It's okay. Jeez. Jeez. She's fine. Just not enough offense. She, she had, yeah. she had, she had like... a great offensive spark game that was super yeah. fun. Against the way. And she's always fun. strong. She's always strong on defense. And, you know, <laughs> frankly, she would be a fun player at the All Star game. Like, the only argument I would say, for example, against Emma Mieseman <laughs> is like, she's probably will be the most boring All Star player just because her game is so, like, fundamentals heavy. Methodical, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. She, like, does great off ball movement and like rolls really well. And like, none of that is fun to watch. That's super exciting. Game. What are you no, talking about? It's fun about? to watch in a real game, but like they're not going to run sets, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe James Wade's coaching. Maybe he'll have the running, <laughs> running sets and be taking people out for. <laughs> yeah. Why not? That's <laughs> not right.
0: It's, it's going to be Becky versus James. Yeah. This is going to be like a female season. We're also going to meet up for the, for the commissioner's cup hmm yeah yeah r- potential rivalry redo who, who can who knows okay great yeah britney sykes shout out to britney sykes she's wonderful i just realized let me let me do this real quick we forgot to do the sixth woman six women performances so let me let me bring that up i got all excited about all-star stuff and i completely forgot about this super duper quick just because there is some interesting stuff i, I remember you tweeted out that jessica Shepard. you think that um cheryl's just trying to get her to to get sixth woman consideration. That's why she's like keeping her off the bench. And then bringing her in like
1: 35 seconds into the game. What else is that?
0: (laughs) Well, it's paying off. She's had three good performances this week. 15 points against Chicago, 15 points, six of eight field goal, eight rebounds against Phoenix, only six points, but 13 rebounds and five assists. And against Phoenix, nine points, two of two from the floor, five of five from free throw, nine rebounds. Asia, again, continuing her success in Atlanta, 23 points, eight of 13 from the floor, four, six from three. Azure A against my beloved Aces in the game that we're not going to talk about. And 19 points, eight of 10 from the floor, three of four from three, seven rebounds, two steals. Tierra McCowan had another good game, 12 points, four, five, 10 rebounds against Indiana. in, in yeah, Indiana. I was thinking Indianapolis for some reason. Sammy Whitcomb decided to show up against Connecticut. 14 points, 4-6 four, from three, three rebounds, four assists. It looks like she's becoming untracked a bit and, and playing closer to where she was. Welcome back, Natalia Chanwa. Back into the lineup, 12 points against Phoenix, 5-6 from the floor, six rebounds. Cheney against Washington, 10 points, 5-7 to from the floor, nine rebounds, four offensive. Azure again against the Sparks, 15 points, three rebounds. And just because, just because, like, you got to throw me a bone here, finally a decent Aces- bench performance against Chicago, Teresa Plaisance, 10 points, three or four from three, seven rebounds. The only good bench performance we've had all freaking year. (laughs) I just wanted to bring it up. All right. I
1: actually looked it up. I'm obsessed Uh with two stats and that's Chicago personal fouls drawn, which were still last in the league and the bench production on the aces and the aces bench is averaging less than 10 points a game. Oh, thank you. Isn't that
0: wild? <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's
2: wild.
1: <laughs> I just, you know so I, know you, I know you love have stats now, so I
2: thought you'd like to hear it. <laughs> Thanks. No, Thank he, he, he sounds real upset about that.
1: No,
0: no, it's meowing great. It's meowing fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> meowing happy about it. Thanks for the <laughs> meowing stats. All right, uh, moving on to emptying the bench. Dream all-star format. You get to design All-Star Weekend for the masses. And you get to construct it however you you want it. So let's hear how you would put this together, MJ. What are your thoughts? How would what would you want All Star
2: Weekend to be? All Star Weekend. Well, I think they should implement knockout, and that's like where it's um. How's it? How's it set up? Is it is it three people at a at a time?
0: Yeah, this is like, what, now now I'm curious. So on, how, what would your format be? is it's.
2: it's it won't be the actual all-star game itself, but just to add sure. something to the weekend, yeah, they should add knockout. And that's where, like, it's three players. that You're going one-on-one with a person, you know, in half-court setting. You, when you score, that person swaps out with the other person, like the whoever's okay. standing on the side. And then and you go to a certain number, like maybe seven or something like that, maybe 10. Whoever okay. gets to 10 first wins. That would be fun. I've I've long said that you know, they needed to do that just in, in the all-star for like the all-star weekends for both, both the men's and women's like, they just need to add more fun stuff to it. Okay. And I think that would be fun. Then we will also get to see a lot of the best players go one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people would like that. Yeah. That might be fun. Anything or else? they could, they could play 21. Oh, I mean, there's always that. Yeah, that's that too. <laughs> and then as far as uh, the all-star game, I like the, what do they call it? What is it? What what is the NBA doing right now? Oh, um,
0: the uh, the Elam thing, yeah, 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 the
2: Elam ending. Yeah, I hey, want yeah, them yeah. to bring that to the WNBA as well. Yeah, me too. That would be that would be fun.
0: Like I said, I advocate that for like the the regular season and playoff games. Mm. I love the Elam ending. Yeah, it's definitely the way. It's best best way to end a uh, end a game rather than you know worrying about somebody attempting to foul while you're up three, right? And not quite doing it right.
2: Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> might actually that might actually solve that problem
0: yeah no it would it 100 solve that problem yeah and the intentional fouling and all that other crap it's it yeah would go away It would stop
2: because <laughs> yep. you're giving you giving free points away it's like that's, that's it. not it's not what you're trying to do
0: all right what about you becky well what, what is your your dream all-star format
1: i i just had two suggested events I really would like there to be more involvement with the rookies and the sophomores. I really okay. like that aspect of the NBA all-star game that it provides that showcase. I mean, the NBA all-star weekends often like also have like a G league showcase, which I think is super, super fun. And so because there's less rookies and sophomores, maybe like a three on three game between, between them or, or some sort of thing like that where, where the younger players can show out, I think would be really fun. And then the other thing, also <laughs> Crim from the NBA All-Star, because I've been to this event twice and I love it. I would love a Celebrity All-Star game. Okay. <laughs> I like, I love those games. I can't help it. I normally don't know half the people. Guy Fieri's <laughs> always on the sidelines. Like, I, I just like, I just really enjoy the whole atmosphere. And I think it could be really fun and have like other female athletes at the game and make it more of a weekend. Like one thing that I'm very frustrated about, particularly because I'm here and I have people visiting that weekend is there are supposedly an all-star weekend of events and the site still says coming soon. And there's no way to buy tickets, Oh, Jesus! which is a little late in the day to be planning uh, that. So I just would like it to be more of a, like a weekend of events and destination. And those are the like additional events I would throw on to make it more fun.
0: All right. Well, I I ha- have the most drastic change in that. I'm getting rid of the game altogether. Unless you're doing WNBA versus Olympic team or something cool like that. I've I have attended one regular normal all-star type game that wasn't too bad from the score. And you know, I think it was about as competitive as as you might want it to be. And I still remember practically nothing from it. Erica Wheeler won the won the MVP. Uh, all of the stuff I remember was stuff that happened off the court or between timeouts and things like that. Uh, some Elena Deladon Don fan getting blindfolded and being introduced to her, like right in front of me. That was really cool. The just like all of the stuff that was just going on off to the side or not happening in the game because the game is just not competitive. Everybody's trying not trying not to get hurt. That that basket. It's boring. That's just how I feel about it. Is I, I don't see the purpose of playing a game that you don't really care whether or not you win, or maybe you care just enough a little bit to try in spurts. The I've I've said it before. The WNBA versus Olympic team became a pride thing, and it was beautiful, and it was wonderful, and there were there was much more competitive basketball than okay, like let's not go crazy and let's not get hurt level of basketball, which I am eternally grateful that I ever got to see. That was one of the most entertaining live. Women's basketball games that I've ever been to in my life, and I was really surprised that it was that way. So I've dispensed with the game altogether, unless we're talking about an Olympic year and we're going to do this that again. Is I want a three-on-three tournament because three-on-three basketball is awesome, and I want real stakes for it. Uh, I want a prize pool. You can take the the dumb prize pool from from the Commissioner's Cup or a portion of it. Maybe it shouldn't be, you know, that much money, winner take all. But it could be a lot of money, winner take all or, or you know, first and, and second or whatever. You can do that or you can add some real stakes to it. You can put, you can give the, the team that, that wins the whole thing two wins in the win column for the, re- for the remainder of the season. Not enough to That's really so change anything much. all that much. That's not enough to really change anything a whole lot but it is enough to like bump somebody up a seed. I've looked at this. I've looked at the past standings and I'm like, what would two wins do here? It might change things if you're just out of the playoffs, but not this year. <laughs> I don't think it's going to matter this year because I think there are four very, very, very bad teams. And I don't think we're going to have to worry about any of them being anywhere near the playoffs. But for everybody else, that would have been a seed up. It would have been more in the, the era of, of, of the way the playoffs used to be constructed because it mattered. If you were fifth or sixth, or third or fourth, or first or second, but in this, it's it might might get you home court, or it might not, or it might move you slightly up the standings. I think that would be great. Three on three is awesome. You can think right now what three players your team would send. I already know who. I already know Asia, Jackie, and Kelsey would be for the aces but who would chicago send it would be candace salute it would be kalia would it be quigs who would you send
2: that would be fun, be they, fun they, right? they do it they do it in the FIBA games and it's it, <clears throat> it's been successful like it, a lot of people actually like it is it's very popular too
0: yeah it's great three-on-three basketball is great and you would just do it You'd, you would wind up playing a total of 11 games. You could play them over the Saturday and Sunday, do the first, first four on the Saturday, All-Star Saturday, bring back the skills competition. That was righteous. That was my favorite thing of, of not related to the games. That Diamond one in 2019. That was a lot of fun. It was very, very clever. It looked cool. It had an awesome finish. You had to nail the three to to win the thing. That was dope. I really liked it a lot. Bring that back. You can do do that. Do the four first games Saturday. Do the quarterfinals. Have the three point competition. Do the semifinals and finals. Done. There's plenty of time to do all of it. The you. Do the seedings would be the same as the standings currently. If you're in 9th, 10th, 11th, or 12th, or if you're the top four, rather, you would have a first round bye, and then you would only play Sunday, and then play it just just like they they do the FIBA half court, three by three rules. We're not bringing four players, we're just bringing three, so I think everybody, nobody would like go super duper hard, but it would be competitive, it would be awesome, make it worth something enough to enough to make the competitive juice don't don't make it so that it's giving away the season i don't think two wins is giving away the season but if you get two wins out of it that would be cool it would be something that would be worth fighting for it it might matter to, more to to some teams than others or even you can get rid of that just do a big prize pool for for the group that makes it you can name all stars we can go back to naming all stars even if they're not necessarily going to be picked is the kind of thing that they should, they should do anyway in in years that they're they're not having an all-star game and vote they get the whoever they gets voted for gets the 250 and fifty dollar prize pool they get an all-star selection on their their name so when we're looking at the end of the careers we're not like why did Courtney VanderSloot only play have seven all-star games or however many it is because you know they were good in years those years where they they just didn't host an all-star game and they didn't count You know, they used to previously not count the WNBA versus Olympic teams as All Star games, which is really, really silly. So it's that kind of thing. You know, just like you can do the selections, do the vote, count them as an All Star, and then do something cool. Do do the three point competition, do or do the do the do a three by three tournament. It's more interesting. It's more fun. It'll get more attention than just an ordinary All Star game where. If you're not a WNBA fan, you're going to turn, turn into it. You're going to see players kind of going half speed, and it's not going to be, really show you what makes them good. If you see a competitive three-by-three three tournament, then players kind of going, going hard in it, it'll be a lot more fun, and it'll get into tension. So that's my dream. Yeah.
2: You, you definitely had a dream. I have a dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just, it's not a lofty, not a lofty And some line. of the other I haven't read. You banished the All-Star
2: game altogether.
0: <laughs> it banished it altogether. I'm serious because it's just the game is, it's, it's not good. It's just. Oh, it I isn't. enjoy
1: them. I don't care.
0: I know. Well, you enjoy the celebrity game. So I figured we were on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> I really
1: don't like the idea of the All-Star game mattering that much. Like, I think it should be really fan focused. I don't like it. I, I don't want players to get injured because of it. I, mm-hmm. I don't want it to benefit people in the playoffs. I just want it to be a fun time that focuses on player interaction with the fans. And so you also don't want, I like, you know, if, if the game really matters, it matters that much, that means the players aren't gonna be wanting to go out and do stuff the night before and having the all-star parties and all that stuff and the fashion, the red carpet, like they're gonna be That's focusing very on fair. trying to win. And I just think it should be more like, let's kind of have a, it's like, it's like how I like going to baseball games, but only if I'm there because it's boring, but like you're outside, it's nice out. You're drinking beer, you're eating popcorn. And there's like no stuff happening in front of you. You leave
0: at the seventh inning and who cares? Yeah.
1: No, it's, our game. It's, just a, it's just a fun time.
0: I, I do understand that. I, w- I would just really like to see a three on three tournament. It's like do a three on three tournament. Come on. Just give me one year. Just do it for one year. I'd love to see it. Other than that, yeah, I mean, uh, I love the WNBA versus versus US team. That was a lot of fun. And I just I just don't care about the game otherwise. If they don't want to go all out in the 3 on 3 tournament, don't make don't make the stakes for the the thing. But I think that it, it would there's more energy in a 3 on 3 game than there there is in just kind of a, a you know, if you have a time limit on it, forget what the normal time limit is for the games. Just put the time limit on it and uh, have everybody try and do as much as they can within that time. It'll be energetic fast. And I don't think, I don't necessarily think there's any more of a risk of like people getting hurt or anything like that. So Yeah,
1: I like the three by three tournament idea. Yeah. I don't like it being all players on the same team from the same oh. team. I think part of the fun of the all-star game too is watching what does it look like with... <laughs> John Quill jones playing with brianna stewart you're just not gonna be able to see that in the WNBA. so it's it's fun to see different players interact with each other so i'd be like i'd be fine with turning it into a three by three thing but it's still i would like it to be a mix of players who are all well there drafted. you go yeah you could do but a also, draft i i love this dumb little draft yeah too. That, that's an
0: idea um, right so you could have you could have however many you don't even if you don't if you do that you don't have to have 12 you could have like eight teams and then and then take the the eight top vote getters and they're all captains or something like that that'd be cool
1: yeah all right I like that
0: okay we compromised we found <laughs> we worked
1: through, worked our, through differences. our differences
0: next week israel palestine we're gonna get that done knock that out <laughs> north korea south korea we're gonna move on take over the world <laughs> All right. I mentioned last week that they, that I was going to be on a thing with her hoop stats, but they canceled because they were not ready to do the thing. So I will be on that in the future. And I will let you guys know when that happens is it just got canceled on me. So I will be there. Does anybody have anything else to promote or any last thoughts that they want to get out? Nope. 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 All right. Well, Hey Siri, play Despacito. Alexa. Donde esta la biblioteca? Hey, Google, am I pretty? This has been the sixth podcast of the year.
2: That sounds like something to do and, and throw it in the intro. <laughs> for
0: Robococo, for MJ Tolliver, for Robococo's phone, I'm Snap Wilson. Peace out. Peace out. Have a good week, everybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>